Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we have a great episode for you today. You guys sent in emails to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I sound a little raspy. I sound a little raspy. I'm trying to catch up, even though like I was only in LA for a couple days, but like it just screws me the hell up, you guys screws me the hell up, but I slept in today, which is really good. But anywho, you guys, I did something so embarrassing and I figured out like a really embarrassing thing that I wonder if any of you have done. I'm sure you have, but okay. Let me start from scratch. There's this pet store by my apartment that I'm always in. I'm there a few times a week. Usually I get kitty litter there. I get cat stuff there, you know, snacks and stuff for them and and their food and stuff like that. So... (laughs) They, they have like a few cats that live there and they have a few like birds and stuff. So I always go and say hi to the birds and I go and say hi to the cats. There's one cat in there that loves me. Okay. It's a little orange loaf and, <laughs> and I always say, hi, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I had asked the owner, you know, the guy, I love him like a while ago, what is the cat's name? And he, I thought he said the cat's name was COVID brain. (laughs) Okay. So, and I didn't even question it. Like when it comes to cats names, like people literally name their cats, like, like lasagna, you know what I'm saying? Like they name their cat, like asparagus and you just don't even question it. Cause that's like a funny thing that cat people do. So I thought, oh, COVID brain, maybe he got the cat during COVID. I don't fucking know. Maybe the cat's wacky. And he said, this is this cat has damn COVID brain, right? <laughs> Girl. So I always am going in there going, COVID brain. <laughs> Girl, I swear. So I'm always going, COVID brain, hi, little COVID brain. You know, like talking to it. Now Stanley's coming up to me. You're a freak. Um, so... I always go in and say, hi, COVID brain. And the guy always just like, he doesn't really care. And the other day I was in, I was getting them their cat food and I see COVID brain. I'm going, oh, COVID brain, COVID brain. I'm petting COVID brain, like a little fucking freak. And he's like, what do you keep calling it? I'm like, (laughs) I said, COVID brain. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, his name is Kobe Bryant. (laughs) Girl, girl, I was fucking mortified. The way that I've been calling this cat Kobe brain for five months, five months, I've been calling this cat Kobe brain every time I walk in screaming it pretty much. (laughs) He's like, why would I need my cat that? I go, I don't know. Not Kobe Bryant. Not Kobe Bryant, girl. I swear to God. Sometimes I do shit where I'm like, I'm so mortified. I've been being extra embarrassing lately. Yesterday I had, when I got back from LA, I had gotten like a a few like big packages, like heavy packages. So I had them on a cart and I was getting in the elevator and the cart takes up pretty much the whole elevators. But there was a girl waiting for the elevator. I said, jump in here with me. And she was like, oh, there's not enough room. I was like, no, there's plenty of room in here. I don't know why the fuck I said that. 
Okay. And then she's like squeezing in to the elevator. So guys, I was mortified that I insisted this moment. I said, no, there's plenty of room. Don't wait. It's fine. You know, I was trying to be nice and I really meant it. I was like, she could weasel her little way in here. She's a little girl, you know, she's a little lady. So I thought she could easily fit in. And she was like squeezing around the car and like up against the wall. I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking mortified. Thank God my floor is before her. So she's not this (laughs) uncomfortable for this long. And then the door opens up. I can't get the damn car out. I rolled over my foot. I'm stuff's falling off the car. And she's like, oh, like she's like, (laughs) you guys, I swear to God, it's like every single day shit like this happens to me. And I'm like, I don't know what I don't even I shouldn't even leave my house half the damn time. And I'm always like doing bits with like Uber drivers. They don't give a fuck. The Uber drivers, they don't fucking care what I'm saying but I'm always trying to make them, I'm, I'm doing bits to them. I'm always trying to make them laugh, my baby boys and girls. But anywho, I'm just like, an, a, like I'm always embarrassed. Not me rolling over my foot with the cart that weighs like 200 pounds and pretending I was fine. Everything's falling off the cart. The elevator started beeping because the door was open for too long. My This girl was like, this is the worst decision I ever made, but I, it, I didn't know what to do. You know, I felt bad because she came up to the elevator when I got in. I said, just jump in here with me. Who cares? You know, but anywho, hindsight is 2020, right? But anywho, I was just in LA for, for a couple of days and, uh, it was fun. It was cool. Um, all right, <laughs> let's get to, and by the way, I got a lot of emails about two things from last week. So I'm just going to get them out of the way now. Number one, you guys are saying MTV Cribs is back. That's really interesting. I'm going to have to look into that. But to me, even if they, even if it's great now, because you guys are saying, oh, it's really good. Oh, I found a whisker. That's Stanley's whisker. Um, Even if it's really good, it'll never be what it was. It'll never be what it was. And if you guys want a wild ride, watch the MTV Cribs from JoJo. Do you guys remember the, the singer JoJo? Of course, Get Out, Leave Right Now was her hit single, right? She had the most wild MTV Crips. And then she later came out and said that that wasn't even her house. That was like her aunt's house. But her and her mom didn't have like a house that they were living in. JoJo really out of anyone in the, you know, uh, what would you call it? Like any type of musician. Sometimes you hear about them getting screwed over like Kesha, like Taylor Swift, like all these people you hear them getting screwed over by their management and their representation, Jojo really got it. I mean, she got screwed over so bad and I feel so bad for her because she's unbelievably, unbelievably talented. Okay. But anywho, you could, that's like something you could deep dive on, but I swear to God, her MTV Crips was wild. You guys, it was wild. Sometimes me and my friends watch it. And we text each other like, all right, I'm going to watch MTV Cribs that Jojo did because it's just a, it's just wild. Um, but I love her. I absolutely love her. And I wish her nothing but the best. I hope she eventually I think what happened was like her agency that she was with or her her. Uh, what would you call it? Like the whatever uh, label. I think that they had all the rights to all of her songs. And like, she signed this crazy contract where they were pretty much in charge of everything. They make money off of everything she does. And then they closed down. Like you have to look into it. It's crazy. They closed down and she still doesn't have the rights to her songs. How wild is that? 
I love my baby girl, Jojo. Shout out to Jojo, you guys. Um, all right, let's get into some of these emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Oh, wait, also, before I even get there, before I even go there, the ad last week, <laughs> I got a lot of emails and DMs from you guys going, girl, what the fuck is this ad? And listen, I'm, let me explain it to you. I was having technical difficulties getting the podcast to them for them to post it. Right. So I, I recorded the ad separate on my phone because I had seen that the podcast went through and the ads didn't go through to them because I don't know what's going on with my, I don't know what it was, but like the files were all fucked up. I had to, I, I was over here, like goddamn Steve jobs last week, trying to get the damn podcast, you know, trying to send the damn podcast. But, um, so the ads didn't send. And I realized it when I was out. So I said, okay, let me, me and Alicia, shout out to my girly pop Alicia. Me and Alicia were walking from one bar to another. By the way, we were in Hoboken, New Jersey. And I'm never going back there again. Okay. But, and there's nothing wrong with Hoboken. Like Hoboken's actually really cute, but it was just not the freaking vibe. Okay. But we were walking from one bar to another bar. And I said, let me, I said, I have to record these ads because they didn't go through when I sent them. So I recorded them. Then they had reached back out to me after I sent them saying, you pronounced the name of this company wrong. You fucking idiot. Pretty much. They didn't say you fucking idiot, but in my head, again, just messing things up on a regular day. Okay. So I was, I said, okay, oh shit. I just got this email. I have to re-record that ad. I ran outside the bar. It was pouring rain. There were people fighting because, again, we're in Hoboken, New Jersey. People fight in the middle of the damn street. Okay. You know, Vinny and, and Anthony. <laughs> Vinny and Tony were fighting out there in the street and yelling. And I saw a couple people break up. I mean, Hoboken really is wild, right? So it was like watching an episode of the Jersey Shore. And I was standing outside in the rain. So you heard the cars going by, you heard the rain, you heard the people fighting and all of that stuff. So that was, you guys were like, girl, where the fuck are you recording these ads? I was like, I was in Hoboken. Okay. <laughs> by the way, um, also shout out to the girl that I met at the Minnows. She never told me her name, but she said she listens to the body. Uh, okay. Let's see, where should we, where should we start? Girly pops. Okay. This one says forever alone and okay with it. Hey, Carly and the kitty crew. Kiss you all right on the lips. I'm 27. And I broke up with my boyfriend of three years right before the pandemic. And I haven't had a boyfriend since. I had a few one night stands and a sneaky link, but nothing serious. A lot of my friends right now are starting to get married and have babies, but I'm still here being all single and shit. Um, where my question comes in, I am okay with it, but it's weird. Uh, every time I go on the apps, I swipe knowing I don't really want to go out with any of them. And a guy DMs me on Instagram or something, and there's a high chance I'm saying no, since I'm not interested. Is it weird that I don't mind living alone and not having a partner? All my friends keep asking why I don't go out on much dates or have a boyfriend, but I genuinely enjoy my own company or just hitting up my friends when I want social time. Please tell me if I'm a weirdo or just a happy little gal living her best life. Thank you. This is literally me. I mean, I think I wrote this email to myself. Maybe, maybe when I was having a freaking dream or, you know, when I was on melatonin. Because this is exactly me, you guys. Um, I love being alone. I love my, you know, time by myself. I love doing what I want to do. I love not answering to anybody. I love going out with my girly pops. 
Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think we start to question our decisions if people are trying to make us like feel weird about them. That's really what it is. If you're happy and you don't want to be in a relationship and you just want to be single and going out and having fun or staying home or whatever, you know, if you're happy, that's all that matters. But your friends being like, "Mm, girl, why don't you, why don't you want a boyfriend? It's like, because uh, whatever. And you want to know what, at the end of the day, if you meet somebody that you really, oh my God, Stanley, is that necessary? He's a freak. Um, At the end of the day, if you meet the right person for you, I don't think it'll even be a question in your mind if you want to be in a relationship or not, right? Because that's what it is. Dating is so annoying where it's just like, listen, I'm not going to fucking do this. I'm not going to be in a relationship unless it's the right person for me, which sounds like something that's, it seems so obvious, right? But a lot of us have been in relationships just because we feel like we have to, or we feel like we want to be in one and we just end up settling for the person, for a person that we know right away is not right for us. Whether there's a lot of red flags or you're just not feeling it or, oh, but he's really nice. So I might as well just give it a try. Whatever type of reason it is, we end up going, oh God, I wish I was just single. You know, if it's not the right person for you, but if it is, you won't even question it and then you'll be happy. You know, you'll be just as happy, but I hear you, girl. I I don't let anybody get in your head about that. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Nutrafol. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair. It's not just common, it is normal. But going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. Change the conversation and join the thousands of women who are standing up at their strands with Nutrafol. You guys, I've been taking Nutrafol regularly since we started partnering with them. And when I tell you, my hair is growing like a weed. I just had a haircut. I got three inches cut off. It's still freaking long as hell. Okay. My hair is long. It's luscious. I always get compliments on how shiny it is. It has, it feels thicker. I absolutely love, love this stuff. Um, they are the number one dermatologist recommended for hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness. They support hair growth by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Each formula is physician formulated to Using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after just six months. Over 3,000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code SKC to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and only available to U.S. listeners for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code S-K-C. Um, okay. Let's go to this one. This one says, ghosted for three weeks. I called him on his BS, got ghosted again. Fuck, Mary Kill included. By the way, when, you, when I read this, it said, ghosted for three weeks, called him on his IBS. <laughs> Like, hey, you have irritable bowel syndrome, Um, which by the way, I think I have. I'm not sure. I got to go. I got to go to the freaking doctor. But what doctor do I have to go to? And also, I'm all set. I don't really even want to go. But anywho. okay. so they say hi, girly pop Carl's and the kitty cats, Robin Stan, OG listener, but first time writing in. This is long. So buckle up. I was ghosted for almost three weeks 
after three good or so I thought dates. And I literally thought I'd never hear from this man again. After listening to the potty for years and hearing dating stories from friends, I knew this was a pretty common experience, but let's call this guy B. I had gone on an awful date a few days before meeting B. So when it was fun, he made me feel comfortable. I was really excited. Uh, your girly pops, uh, a hundred milligram Zoloft every day for my chronic anxiety. So comfortability is important to me. Good for you. Um, and that is something also that it seems like it would be so common, but it's really not. Some people really give you the heebie jeebies. You know, if, if you feel like, if I feel like someone is uncomfortable around me, whether it's like nerves or anything like that, if I'm on a date with someone, I'm like, Ugh. like, it's just, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Okay. So she says, however, for context, I went on the first date, knowing something I shouldn't have Instagram works harder than the devil because Instagram recommended his profile to me since he's one of my contacts. So naturally I had to click it. Of course, I know being nosy always leads to finding something, but I couldn't help it. I don't think that's being nosy. I think that's, we we can call that doing our due diligence. I don't think looking at someone's Instagram is being nosy. Don't worry. His profile was public and he had a picture up of him and his ex-girlfriend kissing at a concert from September of 2022. B and I's first date was New Year's Eve. And yes, there was a a midnight kiss. It was very wholesome. So of course I click on her profile and she's 32 with two kids. Carly, B and I are 24. So I was shocked because personally, I don't even see myself being... 32 with two kids and I want to teach children, but basically I knew going into the date with zero expectations. The tea is too hot for me. So I casually asked, so when was the last time you went on a first date? And he said September, which I thought was odd because he was already sucking face at a concert with this woman by then. So I replied, so obviously that didn't work out. And what happened? And he said, well, she was in her thirties and thought I was too immature, I guess. Not the best answer, but at least he was honest. And because I absolutely had no expectations for B and when it went well, I was pleasantly surprised. B works in construction. Stop. I'm jealous. Okay. We're, we're reaching for the stars. Okay. He works in construction. Uh, yes, he has rough hands and completely different from what I had ever pictured myself being with. I just graduated college and I plan on going back to school in fall of 2023. Education is super important to me and I plan on becoming a teacher. With that being said, uh, when I heard B talk about how important his work is to him and his passion for what he does, it was eye-opening. I don't necessarily need an academic. I just need a man who gives a shit about his life and his future. B and I's third date was on his lunch break because he doesn't live close by. He lives about an hour away and his work site was a 10 minute drive from me. Oh, wait a minute. So you guys met up and he had his little chicken and rice in a styrofoam, in a styrofoam tin that they, that they eat out of all the construction workers, all the construction workers in a, in a styrofoam case. That is too cute. On our second date, we were planning our third date. And I did ask if visiting him on a job site would be quote unquote, too close to home. And I didn't want him to be uncomfortable. He said it was fine. So I planned to see him then when I picked him up, I gave him a Gatorade. Oh, and some sweet bread from this place close by. He told me that his boss would give him a 45 minute lunch instead of a 30 because he was seeing me, which I thought was really cute. I ended up dropping him back off at the site about about 20 minutes after the 45. I kept saying, if you need to go, tell me it's no problem. And he kept saying, no, it's okay. 10 more minutes, five more minutes. So in my head, I'm like, okay, he likes me. He kept saying things like, what are we doing next? And he gave me a kiss goodbye. However, that same day was the last day I heard from him until this past Thursday. 
I was upset. I've been on so many shitty dates. And when a few went well with B, I started to get excited again. So not hearing him, not hearing from him was disheartening and disappointing. I figured the silence was due to him still trying to get over his ex. I don't have good experiences with trying to be friends with people that I've dated. So I chalked it up to ex-girlfriend problems and mixed feelings. When he reached out, I asked for an explanation for the silence before he could ask me out again. I was trying to set expectations because I wouldn't be down to hook up. He basically said he was super busy with work and wanted to spend his weekend with his family and friends. I said this wasn't a good enough excuse for me. Good for you, because that's so bullshit. And I would have liked some honesty and respect for my time. He hit me back with a, I understand, but you could have hit me up too. No. One thing about me is if you stop reaching out to me and we're dating, I don't care if we're together for, for five years, for 10 years. I don't care if you're my husband. If you don't text me, you're never hearing me from me again. I don't care if we have children together. One thing about me is I'm not, I'm not going to hit you up. If you don't text me and you're my husband and we've been married for 25 years and we have kids in college, guess what? You're never going to hear from me again. <laughs> okay. She says, I, feel, I felt icky after reading that, but it was also kind of hot because he was calling me out on my bullshit, but a turn off because oh, as a woman, I'm never wrong. True. Same. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty soft in my response to him saying, because I was in my head saying, okay, I got to relax for a second. I'm being too girl boss right now. So I basically explained that reaching out first as a woman could be hard because we don't want to seem annoying or needy. No response a day later. So I sent up a follow-up text asking if he'd like to call me and talk. I feel like when texting things get perceived in the wrong way. So maybe a phone call would have been able to clear the air. If not, there's no hard feelings. And this is where I'm at. I have no idea what this man is thinking. And at this point, I'm pretty sure I've scared him off. However, I didn't want to play cool girl because I didn't think him ghosting me for three weeks was cool because when I'm into someone, I let them know I, I'd never not reach out to someone for three weeks and then casually be like, Hey, Uh, but I guess this is a curse for straight women. Was I too harsh and should I just move on? Ultimately, I know I shouldn't wait around for B. Please help. Here are the texts for references and a pics of my two cats snuggled up together. Thank you. Love you. Thank you for the potty. Side note, Carly, I know you're okay with ghosting, but it's so hard for me. Just be a man and tell me with your chest if you don't think this is working out. How did you eventually learn to get past it? Um, And then she gives... (laughs) A 2000 style, uh, really funny fuck Mary kill that we'll do at the end. Let me copy and paste it. Oh, the cats are so cute. Okay. So here's the thing. If a guy really likes you, it's really not that easy to scare them off. And that's something I've learned, like, because I've been in the situation before where like, all I did was ask for like some basic human like respect. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if uh, you're a little crazy. Right. And you're just like, wait, am I fucking crazy? Because it's so easy to be put in that position. And we just inherently feel bad for speaking up for ourselves. And I think that's why, like, it's so easy for me to just let go of certain things like this, because it's like, if it's happened to me once, it's happened to me a million times. And I couldn't give any less of a shit because at the end of the day, I think of it as like, if someone wants to be with you, you do not question it. You're not like, oh, I haven't heard from them. I don't know how he feels about me. If someone likes you, you just know it. You know, there's, there's really, really no question. Of course, sometimes like 
I'm guilty of this as well of just like somebody does really like me and I still get in my head but at the same time like really you have no doubts you just you just won't have a doubt when it's the right person and when it comes to ghosting like a lot of times I feel like people if if they don't ghost you like and listen I get getting ghosted really really feels like shit it really does if you really like the person, right. Especially if it kind of blindsides you and you think you have like something special with the person. But to me, a lot of times I'm like, Oh, spare me. If a guy gives me some type of a, Oh, you know, I'm just busy with work or like whatever type of bullshit they're going to say. I'm like, I would rather just not hear this because you're not saying this to make me feel better. You're saying this to absolve yourself of any guilt you feel for wasting my fucking time and lying to me. So that's just how I have like chalked it up. Maybe it's because I've heard it all before and I've seen it all before, you know? And I think like also having this podcast for as long as we've had it going at this point, like we really have heard situations where it's just like you get completely blindsided and then you hear from the guy and he's like, hey, like you're acting crazy. You know, I'm busy too. And it's like, okay, but I always say like, if you, girl, you want to know what I think about the things people have done for me and gone completely out of their way. And it is like, if you wanted to, he would, it's really just that simple. Um, I've dated people who are really busy that still found the time to call me every day or text me every day or whatever. Like, I'm not saying I need to see you every single day or talk on the phone for five hours, but like, who cares? You're, you're sitting on the toilet, text me. Hey, miss you. I won't know. And then at least you're not in your head, but at the end of the day, ghosting really is just like, I know it hurts, but I'd almost prefer it than like, you know, you're a really great girl. (laughs) I fucking hate girl. I hate that shit. You know, you're a really great girl. I know I'm a really great girl, but it's also, it's giving, I'm a really great girl, but you don't, you still don't want to be with me. Well, fuck, you know, spare me. Spare me, Tony. At the end of the day, I can't with them. But it sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're going through that. I wouldn't even give him the time of day if he reaches out to you. I know that's hard too, but it really is satisfying. And it's almost like the only way that I feel sometimes like I can maintain like my dignity is just not answering them. I have also been in the spot where you were at before where it's like, Hey, if you don't mind telling me why you haven't hit me up, I've done that too. I'll usually do that when I know I'm not going to see the person ever again, because I'm just like, whatever, I, you don't deserve for me to spare you half the time. Um, sorry guys. I just hit my, I just hit my vape. You know, those drinks I'm always drinking when I'm, uh, when I'm recording the podcast, those Celsius drinks, guess what? There's a freaking class action lawsuit against them now which I knew was going to happen because anytime there's a new energy drink that gets really popular, I'm like, "Mm, there's some shit in this. Am I going to drink it? Yes. Am I going to enjoy it? Yes. Did I buy a 42? Did I uh, drink 42 of them? Yes. But, you know, because actually, no, I drank 48, 48 because I bought two 24 packs (laughs) and I just ran out of them. And I was like, wow, that's actually crazy because I don't know what the hell's in there. That's bad, but I drank all of it. So that's that. But yeah, anytime I really like a drink or something, anytime there's a new energy drink, that's like, yeah, this is like, you know, we do all this crazy. It's crazy. 
And then I start drinking it and I love it. And they're like, the owner is in jail. He's left the country where, you know, you could get, you know, are you experiencing this, this, and this, you might be entitled to compensation. All right. But so, yeah, now I'm just back to my, my 64 ounce stainless steel water jug just in case. Uh, All right. This is one that says the hardest would you rather is all right. We'll do that one at the end too. Okay. This one says embarrassing and why are men all in one? Hi, Carly and the baby gentleman. I discovered the potty last year and I finally caught up after binging on my horrible commute. So thank you so much for making me laugh. Uh, what the heck do I do with my life from Tuesday to Sunday now? Anywho, I thought I'd share an embarrassing story with the girlies that happened maybe 10 years ago, but still haunts me to this day. <clears throat> I met this guy through mutual friends and we hit it off pretty well. We were going on a second date or a third date to the movies. He picked me up and suggested we go back to his house, AKA his mom's house. <laughs> to get a little high before the show. It was raining and I had on Converse's trying to be a casual cutie. As, oh God, I know where this is. I know where this is going. As we descended the tile steps into his basement, I slipped in my wet shoes and full on banana peeled backwards. <laughs> I flew, uh, flew up in the air and landed on my back against the steps hard. Oh my God, that hurts so bad. I had the wind knocked out of me and was so violently gasping for air. I fell down the rest of the stairs. I never had that happen to me. So I legit thought I had broken my back and was in full on panic mode, crawling, (laughs) not crawling, crawling across his basement floor, wheezing and crying. (laughs) Oh my God. This man literally just... (laughs) stood there blankly watching me having this traumatic response. He acted a little annoyed by the whole thing. Actually, I finally got, (laughs) I finally got myself up on the floor and was like, can I have some ice or a glass of water or something? He got me water and took a seat on the couch so I could recover. Tell me why he immediately tried to start making out with me. On the couch, I turned him down saying I was still a little shaken up from what just happened. We sat there in awkward silence for two minutes before he was trying again to make out with me and fill me up over my pants. Oh my God, this guy's such a piece of shit. I was like, please take me home, sir. And then he was actually really pissed off that I left him hanging. I had a gigantic bruise across my back for months. Oh my God. To remind me of how much of a piece of shit he was. I actually wondered after that, if I really broke my back, um, Let's see. Oh, wait, hold on. What if I really broke my back? I was paralyzed in his suburban New Jersey basement floor for his mom to discover me. LOL, embarrassing, but I think that was meant to happen. And I seriously dodged a bullet with that one clearly very early on. I have a sweet, funny hockey playing fiance and will attach engagement pics of our baby gentleman, kitty cats below. Kiss right on the lips. Ooh, let me see the boyfriend. Let me see the husband. I'm sorry. Fiance. Stop. The cats are cute. You guys are cute. You guys are cute. I like these pictures too. Uh, oh my God. Two orange cats. Who's luckier than you? Um, that is so funny. I don't know if I ever told this story, but once, uh, when I was young, I was like, I think I was in high school. I was at this guy's house. He was like having people over, right? Cause his parents were away. And I was there with my friend. I, I wore my cute little dress and 
we were in his backyard, like smoking pot. And I couldn't see a foot in front of me. And I was walking back into his house and I fell in a pond that had like catfish in it. (laughs) And it was fucking humiliating. It was so humiliating. I was like soaking wet. And the guy was like pissed. (laughs) The guy was like pissed. He was like, like, do you want a towel or something? I'm like, yeah, I need like something. What do you want me to do? Just be soaking wet the whole night. I was mortified, you guys. I was mortified. And also the whole like thinking you hurt yourself is a very real reaction too. I remember my, the last apartment that I lived in, um, my ex and I were like, I don't remember what it was, but we had this like little step to get outside onto like this little balcony or terrace or whatever. And it was like a really awkward step. It was too high where like it really needed like two steps to get to it, but you would have to like lunge up in order to get there. Okay. And I was coming in from there and I slipped on like this little carpet and I fell on my, like I fell on my knee and girl, the way I was panicking, I was like, (gasps) like breathing like that because I thought I broke my knee and I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Oh my God. And he was literally just like, Carly, please. Getting hurt is honestly so embarrassing. And I was like, no. And then they make you feel stupid for reacting that way. I'm like, I broke my knee. I broke my knee. He's like, you didn't break your knee. (laughs) I'm like, how the fuck do you know? And at that point, I wanted my knee to be broken so he would feel bad, but it wasn't broken. I just like, I was, I was a little shaken up. What can you do? I'm so excited for this one. Athletic greens, um, just scoop, shake, and have alongside for your morning coffee or OJ. It's like taking your first shelf of vitamins in one drink. You guys, I love it. Athletic Greens. I've also been taking it. They had sent me um, a couple weeks ago and I've been taking it every morning. It's really good. I kept getting ads for it and I literally had it. It's one of these sponsorships. I'm like, oh my God, it's so funny. I had this like added to cart already. And then they like asked to work with the show. So I'm like, yay, I'm so excited about that. Um, and I've been taking it every morning. And it tastes really good. It's easy. It doesn't like a lot of times I'm like, oh, what is this going to taste like? It's really like totally good. It's totally good, man. I freaking love it. It's packed with over 75 vitamins and minerals for a major boost to your gut, mood, energy, and even skin, hair, and nails. It's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash secretkeepers. That's athleticgreens.com slash secretkeepers. Check it out. Okay. Let's see. This one says SOL, SOS, help a girly out. Not SOL, but I swear to God, sometimes I can't read. Uh, two fuck Mary kills included. Hi, Carly. I've been a huge fan since girl code and you were redhead, red haired Carly days and your Instagram stories, especially the love is blind recaps always make me laugh. I listen to the potty when I'm working remotely and it really brightens my Mondays. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate the community that you've made for the girlies and all the love support and advice you give us. Oh, thank you. 
Anywho, I'm writing in because I'm struggling with making a big life decision and I'd love to get your advice on the situation. Apologies in advance for the essay girl. So originally I'm from the East Coast, but I moved to the Midwest about five years ago for work. I had just recently graduated college and was excited for a new adventure in a new city. I knew some close friends that were living here and made a lot of fun memories here, but now I feel like I've done everything I wanted to do here. And since I'm not sure if I see a future anymore. I'm not sure if I see a future here anymore. Since the pandemic hit, most of my close friends moved back to the East Coast and I got a new job working fully remote. I really miss my family and friends back home. And my mom has also recently developed a terminal illness. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I want to spend more time with her while I can. What's keeping me here is the quality of life is pretty good. I have a good job, a great apartment. I live in a great neighborhood and have made some new friends here too. So I'm worried about giving all of that up. I also have a boyfriend. We started dating a couple of years ago and it's the only healthy relationship I've ever had. He said he'd be open to moving with me, but I'm afraid it might ruin our relationship. He's really close with his family. Um, oh shit. Sorry. I just lost my spot. Oh no, wait. Tell me the, tell me your just last email. Okay. He's really close with his family. So I think moving away from them would be really hard for him. His family is really nice to me, but they're also very judgy and gossip a lot. So I don't really feel comfortable being around them. They're also traditional slash religious and have many gatherings with their extended family and expect me to go. I guess I just really feel like if I were to stay in the Midwest, I wouldn't be living the kind of life that I actually want, even though it looks good on paper. Also, it's so damn cold out here. True. And I miss a lot of things about the East Coast, the warmer weather, the beaches, and being able to take weekend trips to other cities. And then with work, even though I work remote, I'd have to get an approval from my boss to relocate. And I'm just terrified to have that conversation. I don't know what they would say. Also, the thought of moving my stuff all across the country and having to find a new apartment really makes me want to vomit. What should I do? Uh, Thank you so much. And then she gives two, ooh, two good fuck, Mary kills. Wow. Oh my goodness. So, okay. I think anytime you move, right. Especially if you're moving that far, right. Moving from the Midwest, moving to the East coast, there are all of these things that are like a pain in the fucking ass, right. Packing all your shit up, getting it on the truck, having to wait a week for it to get there or whatever, all the money it costs moving, having to find a new apartment, all of that stuff is like such a headache and moving really is like one of the most stressful things that, that you could do. Right. It's just the worst. It's just the worst. It like, it it just fucks you up. But if all of these logistical problems like that, um, are one of the main reasons why you're not doing it. I would just say, you want to know what, just rip off the bandaid and don't let that stop you from moving back home. I think deep down, if it were me, I would move back to the East coast, be with my family. Cause now I also think you're prioritizing your boyfriend and his relationship with his family. And you have to focus on your family too. And you have to focus on your mom right now too. So if it were me, I would go back to where I'm from, spend time with my family, get my shit in order. Tell yourself you want to know what, it'll be a rough like month, two months before you feel settled in and in a new place that you find, but you'll find a place that you really love too. Um, We nest wherever we are. So, and then let your boyfriend decide if he wants to move in with you. If you guys want to try, you know, long distance um, for a certain amount of time and then see how that goes. Or if he just wants to move too, then that's fine. But like, it's okay. You know, it, these things happen in relationships. You have to 
you know, it, it kind of is just like, you have to, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Um, but I wouldn't let that be a reason why I don't move back to, I think that you're looking for something new. I think you feel it in your gut that you want to move back. And I know it's a pain in the ass. I know it feels like, oh, but Hey, if you move back to the East coast and you end up hating it, you could always go back to the Midwest. I don't think that's going to happen though. I think that you did what you wanted to do. You feel like your time is done there and that's okay. Um, but if you want to move back to, to the Midwest, then, then do it. But I think you already know in your heart where you want to be. So listen to that, follow your heart. Um, okay. And keep us posted on that. And we also have our babies over at Upside. Going out on the town can get expenses, get, can get expensive, especially with price hikes lately. That is why I have to tell you about my new favorite way to save, which is Upside. With Upside, I get cash back on every purchase that I can use to fund my next night out. It's basically cash back for just doing you. I was like so interested in this when I had heard about it. And I look on the app and they have so many, you get cash back on so many different things. They have gas, which is really great. I'm looking at it now, 17 cents per gallon cash back, 13 cents per gallon cash back. They have Dunkin' on there. They have a bunch of restaurants you put in where you live and they'll show you a bunch of restaurants you get cash back at. Um, they have Starbucks, a bunch of different things. And I love that. I love that. You guys know, I, I never understand what cash back is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's free money. And it feels like it is. It feels like it is. So I'm definitely going to be using this very regularly. To get started, you can download the free Upside app and use promo code SECRET to get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Wow, that's amazing. Um, next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Pay with your linked credit card or debit card. Follow the steps in the app and get paid. You can, learn three times, you can earn three times more cash back than other loyalty programs. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code secret to get an extra 25 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas and that's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas use promo code secret okay this next one says the future generation of why are men hey girly love you and the potty uh it makes my hour commute to work so much better oh thank you I was talking to my co-teacher the other day. We teach fourth grade and she said her husband uses five and one in the shower. Ugh. What are the five things? Head, you know, like hair, face, body, ass, feet. <laughs> Stop. What are the five things? Toothpaste, motor oil. What the fuck are you guys using one thing for? Jesus Christ, balls. God damn. Okay. I immediately started telling her about your podcast and why are men. I also <laughs> told her about how we joke on men for only having one towel and no bath mats. We were both laughing. And one of my fourth grade boys overheard us and said, what's a bath mat? LOL. He is a future generation of why are men. <laughs> Hopefully we can influence him before it's too late. Also the girlie who wrote in about having Invisalign do it. My husband is in the same boat. My husband was in the same boat as her. He didn't wear retainers. His teeth shifted back and he always was very self-conscious about his smile to the point where he had social anxiety. Oh, 
and didn't want to hang out with people. Of course, I of course loved him no matter what, but he wanted to feel confident and happy. He eventually did it and is very pleased with the results. He also had them on for about a year. He works as a financial advisor. So for his bigger meetings, he would take them out and then put them back in when he was working at his desk for the rest of the day. Definitely not embarrassing as adult braces. Uh, he says all the time he wishes he'd done it sooner. Hope that helps. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it too. I need a little something. Also, I think this is so common where people did have braces. They didn't wear their retainer. Can I tell you something? It's totally normal. In my book, I never had to wear a retainer, but in my book, if you forgot to wear your retainer or you just put off wearing your retainer for years and years, right? Like, I get it. It's kind of weird. Like, I dated this guy years ago who was so type A and he wore his retainer every night. His retainer from when he got his brace off when he was like 14 years old, 15 years old. Okay. And he had the original retainer case. Girl, I'm not even playing. He had his original retainer case that with his name on it from when he was a teenage boy. And I was like, the first time I saw that, I was sleeping in his apartment. I went, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's almost like if a girl does it, it's like, that's fine. Cause that's cute. If a guy does it, I'm like, this guy's fucking crazy. I was like, this is not my man. I don't claim this man. Cause this man's crazy. He's wearing the same retainer he wore when he was 14 years old. And he still has the original. It was like a blue case. And it said his name on it. What? You're kidding. Not him wearing that all throughout high school, all throughout college, all throughout his adult life. This guy was like 35 years old. And you're, you're, what? <laughs> Please. Not the 20 year old retainer case. How did he not lose that? Like, that's how I knew he was a psycho. I'm like, this guy's fucking crazy. This guy, like him and I wouldn't mesh well together if we lived together. Cause he never lost that retainer in 20 years. Please. Couldn't be me. So I'm not even mad at your husband for his teeth shifting. I get it. They they haven't thought of a better way to to keep people's teeth straight after they spend all that money on braces. Like we've surely had to evolve past the retainer, but I guess we haven't. God, that is really. um, Okay, let's see. This next one says more restaurant and bar recommendations for the girlies in case folks are looking for more places to check out in New York. I thought I would uh, send a few more down and out is located in the East village. El Pesatore in Williamsburg is a few minutes walk from the Graham Avenue L stop for vegan lovers. There is a chain of restaurants um, owned by a company called Overthrow Hospitality, and everyone I've been to is really good. Ladybird, Avant Garden, and Soda Club. I like Ladybird. I've been there before. Um, there's also a really good um, vegan vegetarian place called what the fuck is it called? Oh God, why, why can't I think of it? You know what? Yeah, but there's a, another place. There's a few places in uh, Greenpoint I meant to tell you about. So, um, also. Five Leaves is good. Five Leaves is like really popular, but I would say go to Bernie's, go to Oshimoko, go to, what was the other place that I thought about that I said, I gotta, I gotta tell the girlies. Bernie's and Oshimoko, we'll, we'll start there. Um, and Five Leaves is good too. It's like a cafe. You could go during the day. I went there when my mom was here too. 
she was like, I, I, I don't want, she's like, please just don't make me eat spicy food. I'm like, I've never made you eat anything in my life. And then we went to, uh, we went to five leaves and she gets a Caesar salad and she's eating the Caesar salad. And she's like, this is so spicy. I'm like, ma, you're fucking kidding me. Right. She's like, it's so spicy. My eyes are, my eyes are watering. I'm like, it's a Caesar salad. (laughs) She's crazy. She's crazy. And so I said, all right, switch with me. So then I had the Caesar salad, but anywho. All right, let's get, let's get to the next one. Hold on. Oh, a lot of, a lot of responses about Invisalign saying, get it, get the Invisalign. Um, All right. This one says angel numbers. Hello, Carly and the furry kings. I don't know much about angel numbers, but I see the number 811 all the time and I need to know I'm not a crazy person. So it's not just randomly looking at the clock and it being 811, although that happens often, but seeing something priced at 811 or waking up and checking my smartwatch app and I had eight hours and 11 minutes of sleep. Earlier today, I was scrolling Facebook and saw a comment thread with 811 comments. What does this all mean? It's also worth noting that my dad passed away at 811 2018. He and I had a really good relationship and I miss him all the time. I didn't start noticing the numbers until after his death. Uh, is this a way of him telling me he's around and checking in on me or am I actually insane? I'd love for you and the girlies insight on this. I've also attached a few pictures of the 811 uh, encounters. Love you so much. Love you so much too. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. So She's standing in front of a board and there's 811 behind her, 811, uh, 811 comments. Wow. No, that's, uh, you want to know what people have different views on this. And I would love to hear what all the girlies think about it. If you've ever had a um, situation similar to this, let us know your stories. Cause I love hearing stuff like this too. And I truly believe it. Like People think like, oh, it's a coincidence. It's just a coincidence. But no, I, there are certain things that I see that I'm like, this is a sign. I don't know what it's a sign from, but I think that um, a lot of times I've chalked it up to like, there are different um, theories on it. Like people say, if you um, get a sign, try and remember what you were thinking about the second you saw it. Like I had months and months where I was seeing just plain white feathers everywhere. And they were like, girl, it was so weird. Like I kept seeing them when I would go on a walk, I would see them the day that I moved from my last apartment, there was a white feather on my doorstep the day I was moving. And then when I got here, I ran to the store. Cause you know, like when you move, you have to go like pick shit up. I went to go run to the store. And when I walked outside my building, there was a white feather. Like it was so weird. And I think that for me during that time, it was like kind of a transitional period of my life. And I think that that was um, like a sign saying like, you're in the right direction. You're going in the right direction. And this is like the path you're meant to, to be on. So people say like, think about what you were thinking of in that time. Think about the significance of what you're going through. Um, and I, I truly believe that because sometimes things are too weird for it to just be a coincidence. That's really what I believe. Um, okay. And, and again, I love hearing stories like that. So if you guys send them, I would love to hear about it. 
So, all right, let's do these fuck Mary kills. So this one is the 2000s edition fuck Mary kill. It's flip phone, layered camis, layered camisoles, and hair extensions, most likely visible. So funny. Um, God, the hair extensions I used to wear, first of all, God, they were horrendous. And I just clipped them in the back. I never um, like cut them to make them fit into my hair. And they just look so bad and ugly. So, okay, flip phone. I'm going to marry the flip phone. Love a flip phone. Not mad at it at all. I guess I'm going to fuck the layered camisoles, even though I don't know. For some reason, when we were layering the camis, when we were layering, layering our tanks, for some reason, I thought it was very slimming and flattering, but it actually wasn't. It actually like elongated me in a way that that I can never really explain. I'll never understand why we were so obsessed with wearing like five shirts at a time. But I'll so but I'll fuck that. Like that's fine. And then we're killing the visible hair extensions because that stuff gives me PTSD. Um, the next one is 90s breakfast edition. Or did it say 2000s breakfast edition? I must have cut off. All I see is zeros. Uh, okay, Pop Tarts, Toaster Strudel, Instant Oatmeal with Dinosaur Eggs, the one that show up when you add hot water. Okay, those were iconic. My mom literally never bought them for me, and I I couldn't stand her for it. I was like, this is child abuse. I want the dinosaur egg oatmeals. But okay, I'm killing Pop-Tarts because fuck it. Fuck it, right? Toaster strudel I'm marrying. Are you kidding me? Toaster strudels are so good. I was talking to my friend the other day, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I was talking about how good toaster scramblers were. First of all, what a cute name. Not toaster scramblers. And they had little scrambled eggs in them. That was, okay, the bacon, egg, and cheese toaster scramblers. Girl, I'm not even fucking playing. I would eat 10 boxes of them right now. I would eat 10 boxes of them right now. I don't know what was in those things. I don't even think it was real bacon, egg, and cheese. I really don't think that. I don't know what type of chemicals is in those toaster scramblers, but I swear to God. Catch me fucking eating those. I swear to God. And they still make them because when I was on the phone with my friend talking about it, I looked them up. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So we're marrying toaster strudel. We're fucking instant oatmeal with the dinosaur eggs. Because that would be like, that would be like hooking up with somebody that you had a big crush on when you were in school, but like they were like not in your friend group and you really didn't know them. It's, it's the equivalent to me. Redemption. Because I never was allowed to have those. I think my mom just wouldn't buy shit that was like unnecessary. Um, but to me, it was necessary at the time. And then the next one is Celebrity Edition. Jason Momoa, Michael B. Jordan, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, why'd you do this one to me? That's not really fair. Because how am I supposed to kill one of these gorgeous men? How am I supposed to kill one of these gorgeous babies? Okay, let's see. Jason Momoa. Okay, I'm marrying Dwayne. I'm marrying him because I think we would have so much fun together. I think out of all three of these guys, not that I know much about Jason Momoa, but like Dwayne takes himself less seriously than the other two. He's more silly. He's fun. He's very salt of the earth. He's very real. I love him. I love that he, he makes fun of himself. I love his little back and forth that he always has with little Kevin Hart. He is a hoot. Okay. Dwayne is a freaking hoot. 
that's my husband. That's my man. And can he carry me around from room to room and wherever we go? Yes. And that's also something that I'm looking for in a partner. So Dwayne is my husband for life. And then, wow, who am I fucking? Wow. Jason Momoa or Michael B. Jordan. Wow. God. Am I going to kill Michael? I think I am. Just because Jason Momoa, I don't know. There's something I, he's, he's interesting to me. You know, he's like a guy that like, he's like a gym guy that like works out. He's definitely like beefy in a good way. I'm not saying beefy in a bad way. Like he's prime fucking beef. Right. But at the same time, he wears like linen shirts and turquoise jewelry. And you're like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, I want to know what he's like as a person. So we're going to fuck him. We got to kill Michael B. Jordan. I never thought I'd see the day, but you kind of gave me an impossible one. Anywho, you guys, I love you. Um, I will talk to you guys soon. See you next week. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and have a good week. Bye.